Alright folks, welcome to the Halloween October edition of Splatter Vision. All across Instagram Live and also on the Buzzsprout Podcast, we welcome you to this show. If you haven't, I uh, guess, told your friends about it, tell them. Tell us to uh, tell them to join SplatterVision.tv on Instagram. Sign up and be part of the action. We welcome everybody commenting on the show tonight. It is Halloween weekend. It's hard to believe, but yes, the year is almost over. I'm your host, Batman. And on the other side of the glass, it is returning. Harley Quinn. Yes, Harley Quinn. <laughs> not Jackie Tube. It's Harley Quinn. So it's great that we decided. We didn't even plan on this. I decided to get this thing, and she decided to, to put her Harley uh, Quinn makeup on. So welcome back to the show, Jackie Tube. We've got a ton of films to go through. Now, this, these are movies that have been, I guess, uh, in, in, in circulation for the past uh, three months, or two months to be exact. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a lot of catching up to do since we did the whole retro, uh, retro movies uh, thing for the past two or three months. So we're back to normal, mm-hmm. back to doing uh, new current movies. So, uh, you know, Jackie, what have you been up to, by the way, in the meantime, since uh, we last spoke uh, last month? My goodness. Well, I was saying earlier, life is a little lifey right now. You know, for all my fellow restaurant uh, industry workers, mm-hmm. I feel you. Yeah. The holidays are here. Good luck. Godspeed. Uh, we will get through it. And, you know, I've been uh, taunting Baker with what Halloween costume he's going to have. <laughs> um, so that takes up a lot of time. Um, yeah. And just watching, uh, I do 30 Halloween movies in 31 days for the month of October, and I'm severely lacking. So the next 48 hours are crucial. Yeah, you do more movies than I do in a month, Jackie. So I tip my hat, or I guess in this case, I tip my cowl to you. The uh, first movie up for grabs on this edition of Splatter Vision. We've seen this before, 1989's Pet Cemetery, and now after the sequel, now we're going back to the beginning. This is Pet Cemetery Bloodlines on Paramount Plus. In 1969, a young Judd Crandall uh, dreams of leaving Ludlow, uh, Maine, but soon encounters the dark family secrets. That will keep him there. So I believe here's a clip from Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Or could be the trailer. Hello? Oh, it's a trailer. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that's Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Were you scared, uh, Jackie Tube? I mean, uh, Harley Quinn. I mean, I wouldn't say scared. I think it had a few uh, jump scares. I think it had some tension... It surpassed my expectations. I was younger, much younger. I think I was like 10 or so, maybe a little older when the original, when I saw the original, and that was like nightmare fuel. Like that creepy little kid with the Achilles tendon. Yeah, oof. You don't like just glaze over that lightly. (laughs) Um, But I hated the remake from a few years back. 19. I thought they did a yes. I thought they did a great job with the trailer, as most movies do. The trailer like sucked me in right away. Mm. I was like, oh, this is so creepy. The music, and then it was just a snooze fest, <laughs> and it tried to cram like anything good into the last fifteen minutes, and it wasn't enough. But this, so I did not have high expectations. I thought this was going to be more of the same. I thought mm. it was going to be very like slow paced, very flatlined. Right. And I was surprised at how uh, invested into the story I was. I think they did a great job keeping the tension throughout the whole movie. 
There were several characters they introduced, but it never felt cluttered or confusing. I'm really, you know, you know me. I could do without <laughs> any uh, animals, specifically dogs, being harmed in the process. Of but course, of course. I think uh, for this particular movie, the dog uh, was very much needed um, for the plot line. Right. And uh, I really liked. Uh, I liked all the characters in general. There really wasn't anyone that I was like, except maybe, uh, maybe the dad. <laughs> that I was like, okay, if they sacrificed him right here, right now, I wouldn't care. But all in all, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. Um, it's not my favorite, but if somebody was looking for an easy watch, um, just a little bit chilling, I would recommend this one. So I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up from Jackie Tube, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, right here on the Halloween edition of Splatter Vision on Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Okay, look, Jackie, I I'm trying to figure out still how did they pull out David Duchovny out of the uh, out of the sewer in order to do this film for a paycheck? Where did they find him? And also, Henry Thomas. E.T. Was, was 40 years ago. I know, he's done stuff after that. But still... Is the acting talent there? That's what I questioned. I think it's like they got the run-of-the-mill actors who need a paycheck, and they inserted them into the story. Unfortunately for me, that was... I wasn't scared enough. I think maybe it had to do a lot with the, the, the score, the theme, the music that builds. Like for example, in that scene, they could have done a better job with the music. And it takes a composer in order to get things done. Right there, you just had the the basic tinny sound. You had you had you could have done so much more with that scene, and that's what's lacking here. Uh, the combination of scary themes and musics to go along with the scene. The scene was okay. Uh, was I buying it that she was the killer there? Uh, not really. I wasn't really scared. I mean, maybe it's because you got to make the character more grotesque-looking, more menacing-looking, in order for the scene to work. Maybe that's what I come, came down to. It's really uninspiring, the way they, they crafted this movie. Uh, I was, you know, almost toward the end of the first hour, like, okay, what, you know, where is all the killing? I mean, what am I going to look for here? Timmy, Timmy, Timmy this, Timmy that, please. And that guy, he wasn't that menacing as well. I'm like, okay, the guy's hiding over there in the house with David Duchovny. I mean, he could be doing better things than that. But no, they have him uh, just you know, cruising around. Before you know, he's doing the killings. And you got the other with the girl that doing the killings as well. But it just felt like they, they pulled up the same producers from Children of the Corn uh, uh, movie that they did, I think, what, last year? And we covered that as well. Uh, that was a disaster. I just didn't feel any inspiration or enough meat on the bones here for them to justify to do a movie like this called uh, you know, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I didn't see it. So unfortunately for myself, this is a thumbs down for Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. We disagree. All right, the next film tonight on Splatter Vision is Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yes. <laughs> This is a continuation of the uh, Nursery Rhyme, uh, a.k.a. horror-themed films that have been coming out the past two years. In this one, a radio host and her crew set out to discover the truth behind some missing persons for a true crime story, only to meet Mary and her not-so-little lamb. This is out on Prime Video and Voodoo. It's also uh, stars uh, May Kelly. So check this out. I think here's a scene from Mary Had a Little Lamb. My name's Mary. Okay, I she's scary. Mm -hmm. She's scary. Something doesn't feel right here. 
Yeah, she needs a shower. I mean, considering uh, what her offspring is in this movie, <laughs> the shower is the least of her concerns. Yeah, she needs some kind of body rag or something to get herself kind of cleansed. Her a little past shower. Yeah, her son's not helping her out, obviously. He's busy doing other things. You let mommy take care of all of this. <laughs> Also, I think as we watched enough movies that I think the uh, the name Mary has been completely ruined for me. <laughs> Nothing good comes from a girl named Mary. I agree. I'm going to tell any future sons that I have that's going to be the first thing I tell them when I bring them into this world. <laughs> Everywhere that Mary went, the line was sure to go. <laughs> Alright, so that's uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Out on Prime Video and Voodoo. Okay, Harley Quinn, uh, what did you think about this film? You know, this is a perfect example of you do not have to have a blockbuster budget. You don't have to have A-list actors. You just, you have to have some heart. You have to have a story you want to tell. Mm. Some special effects don't hurt. I don't know. I, I think you just have to have a little bit of a passion project. I was pleasantly surprised. If I was basing my review off of the movie poster itself, I would have given it a thumbs down right away. Because uh, a lamb <laughs> holding an axe. My nickname since I was little from my mother was Lamb Chop. And this is a disgrace <laughs> to us everywhere. But the story itself, I was not expecting to be drawn in right away. The main character, the mom, Mary, I think she was fantastic at being creepy. Christine um, Ann Nyland. Yes. She was very good. I think the good. the young woman, the radio host, I thought she was a great counter to her. Right. Um May Kelly. I just the only if I had to nitpick whatever money they put into this movie for production or anything, they yeah. definitely took it out of the uh the monsters uh <laughs> prop budget. Uh, my biggest uh, my biggest qualm with the movie is they could have made him look a little more menacing, but at the same time, a lamb itself is not a menacing creature, so they did what they could. All in all, I would recommend this. I would watch this with friends if we wanted to have like something uh, something scary, but something that doesn't take itself too seriously. Right, right. Um, I give it a thumbs up. I was not expect. I didn't know what I was gonna expect, and I was very pleasantly surprised. So a thumbs up from uh, Cat. Was it a Catwoman? No, it's Mar- Harley Quinn. See, you could have been Catwoman, but I like Harley Quinn as she is. Absolutely, to put some respect on my name, they- it's Harley. <laughs> thumbs up for Harley Quinn on uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. You know, uh, I saw this. Uh, you know, the previews for it. I think about a uh, like two months ago or three months ago. And I thought to myself, okay, you know, look, Winnie the Pooh from last year was a it was a hit because it was there's so much talk about it, and they worked it up, and then they released it, and like it was like the talk of the town for like the first week and a half, almost two weeks, uh, and it made money. This one, unfortunately, just uh, I, I don't know why they they didn't want to release this like in the theaters. They could have made some money. I just think that. The real, uh, the mother here, Mary, obviously, she was the creepiest person in this movie. Was the character of uh, the lamb, the, the killer son, believable? Eh, it could have been. Because you, you see so many similarities to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can see the correlation here between uh, other types of killers 
that we've seen before in, in this horror genre. But I think this was a lost opportunity, honestly. I think it took too long to get to the main points of the action. They draw out the story. It was too long. Get to it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you the idea how I would have played this movie out. And I wrote this out, by the way. Uh, first of all, forget about the radio team angle. Just have three or four people... You know, they're mysterious, they're looking for people, and all of a sudden they end up in this big house instead of the small house. And then have them run for their lives for the majority of the movie. Like, at minute 30, they're already in the house and they're starting to run for their lives. Don't explain too much of the character. Mary is fine, she adds to it, but have her more missing in action during the rest of the movie and just focus on the killer and see whether or not you can expand on that instead of what we got, which was what you wanted, which was you got a, a long, drawn-out story that took too long to get to the point. Yeah, please, please don't make a sequel to this. I know you probably want a sequel to Mary Had a Little Lamb. But... Oh, I don't think there's anything too sequel. I mean, <laughs> once you kill off the main character, like, you know. Well, that's, yeah, well, we don't want to spoil it, but still, we get the idea that, you know, things happen I in this movie. I didn't say which character. There oh, were no spoilers okay. here. <laughs> My, I, I, I take that back then. I apologize, you see? Yeah, so you got it right. So we don't know who dies in the end, but still, you have a lot of characters in here who, I guess, you care about, what you don't care about. Were they believable? Was the acting good? So I have to really... It was good. Considering what we watch in this show, it was above average. And we will okay, get back to that. Okay, that's a good point. That. We've seen um, some real crappers over the past year. That's true. I do, I do almost wish, though, and again, this would kind of be rerouting the story, but I almost wish, like, Mary had a little lamb. I wish the lamb was almost like a metaphor, and it wasn't an actual lamb, you know? Like, I think the one thing that was missing from me being all in on yes. the killer was that you just took one look, and you were like, this is not believable. This is not a real thing. If they had made it, like, a, an, a real child or, like, a real, like, grown man with some type of uh almost like a texas chainsaw type yeah then i think it would have been that much creepier and she could have still been singing the song throughout the whole i thought it was a great opening i will say i feel like very rarely i'll give you that splatter vision movie actually like creeped me out but the opening i was in my room the lights were off and i didn't expect to hear i was like where is this is this coming coming from under my bed like the screen is pitch black (laughs) I was like, that's it. This is how I'm going out. So I I think in terms of uh, lower budget movies that we watch, this is one of my favorites. All right, so very good. There you go. Uh, Harley Quinn gives it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs down because it's not good enough uh, compared to if you put it next to Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh was more like, oh, like right there is raw. That's what you wanted. Here, they played too much in the nursery room and didn't get to the point fast enough for me. All right, let's move on. The uh, third film tonight on Splatter Vision is Slother House, which has already been out uh, on video and also uh, in theaters. This is rated PG-13. It's on Prime Video, Voodoo, and Hulu, directed by Matthew Goodhue. And this is about a story about a senior. Uh, Emily Young wants to be elected sorority president, and she accepts a cute sloth as a pet thinking it will help her win, but a series of deaths on the campus implicates the sloth. This is non-fiction, by the way. Yeah, here's a clip. Clearly, this is a documentary. I will just say, Rob, this movie had me me questioning everything about myself. Every every critique I've ever made, I'm 
entertained about a movie, I'm revealing in my head. Feel the power, Harley Quinn. Feel the power of the sloth. Look at that long hangnail. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, come on! Can't we just see the end of that? Anyways, that's uh, Slother House. I apologize for the uh, frosting at the mouth there. All right, uh, Harley Quinn, what is your opinion of this film? So this trailer, I think, circulated, I want to say, like, a few weeks ago. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I remember showing it to my friends as a joke. Because a few of my <laughs> friends are also horror movie junkies. And I don't think we thought it was real. Oh. I think we thought it was just like a, a spoof. Right. And then when you told me that this was one of our movies, I was like, there's no way somebody walked into a room and pitched this. And I thought we were going to have another, like, I, I was thinking of what movie? The Cyst. I thought we were just going to have a stupid, <laughs> or that movie with the other movie with the goats, where, like, the woman were running around naked. Oh, yeah. Kill, the, kill her goats. Yeah. Kill yeah. her oh. goats. I was like, this, we're going to have just an idiot. That was one of my favorite movies of last year. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Continue. I don't know why either. Um, I and then I started watching it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Gosh darn it! I think I kind of like it." Ah. And I think I liked it because it didn't take itself seriously, which is what I thought it was going to do. Right. I think they knew that they were making a very cheesy play on words slasher light slasher comedy right i thought it had great one-liners the characters played their parts well if there was a sequel i would never watch it but i could see myself recommending this like we were having a a movie night and there was definitely going to be some bottles of wine this would be the perfect movie to watch because i can only imagine if i was laughing sober i can only imagine how i'd watch i i just like it kind of hurts me because i'm not this person but i am gonna have to give it a thumbs up i thought it was very entertaining and also and this is where we're going to disagree it's very refreshing to see a movie about women particularly a sorority, and we're not just a bunch of TTs and Tatas flopping around for 90 minutes. Uh, for some reason, in the horror genre, they go hand in hand. And so it was nice to rely on more than just that for once. So out of nowhere, I would never have taken the over that I'd like this movie, but I enjoyed it, would watch it again. So thumbs up from uh, our good friend, Harley. Look, you know what, uh, you know, Harley? This one is cheesy. It's fun. It's ridiculous. And it's hilarious. Uh, I also give it a thumbs up, surprisingly, because of because of the fact that, as you mentioned before, it doesn't take itself very seriously. And it reminded me a lot of, uh, of Black Devil Doll. If you ever see that one, you'll see the correlation. Okay, check that one out. Black Devil Doll. I guarantee you, you will see the similarity between that one and this one here. But, uh, yeah, look, even the annoying characters are fun, which is rarity in horror. Yes. You know, and the the effects are good. They're believable. But it's it's okay. It's not not over the top. It's okay. It's good. It's done well. You know, this is mostly a story of of college sororities, but that it works well. I I couldn't see any other way in which they could have done this unless you try to remake A Monkey Shines uh, with a different scenario. But you were saying... I was just, I think, kind of to your point with the killings, like, they were believable because they weren't over the top. Yeah. Like, they they were, they 
also cut away very quickly, but they gave you I, the idea of what was being done, uh, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, no, and, yeah. They were creative, which, I mean, the shower scene with the loofah, I was like, okay, like, <laughs> ch- choked her to death with the loofah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that I was original. Think, yeah. I also think once you know a movie is purposely being ridiculous, like, you're having a sloth post murderous pictures on Instagram. Mm. A cute, oh, yeah. cuddly sloth. I was like, all right, they're in this for a good time. Like, they definitely, like, smoked a joint and then came up with this movie and, <laughs> and were like, we're are now going to be millionaires. <laughs> you know, what I loved also about this film is that they got to the point. The setup was really quick. It didn't take forever. I'm like, the sloth, you know, he's in the jungle. This stuff happens. Before you know it, they, 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 they shoot a dart in it and then they capture it. And then before you know what, we're off to the races. We're uh, off to the shopping mall, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this is just a fun uh, film where, you know, common sense goes out the window, but it's it's great f- uh, horror, fun comedy. Uh, My common sense went out the window by liking this film. Like, I am <laughs> questioning everything I know about myself, and it's just like, okay. There you go. Very good. Maybe that's just where we're at. Maybe the movies have gotten so bad that you need a killer sloth to like put your faith, restore your faith in the horror genre. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? There may be a sequel to this, but I give it a thumbs up, and also Harley gives it a thumbs up as well. All right, let's move on. The uh, fourth film tonight on Splattervision is The Jester, which is brought to you by Dread. You can uh, check it out on Prime Video, iTunes, and Voodoo. It's directed by Colin Krawchuk, and it stars uh, Lelia Symington, or Symington. A malevolent being known as the Jester terrorizes a small town on Halloween night, including two estranged sisters who must fight him to stay alive. So I believe here's a couple of clips from the Jester on Splatter Vision. That's the Jester! Out on Prime Video, iTunes, and Voodoo for your streaming pleasure. It's not rated, obviously. Uh, right there, a couple of clips from uh, Lelia Symington, which is the lead actress here in the movie. And uh, this is really a family story, which uh, partakes, uh, which I guess brings us to the jester and how that whole thing pops up and, and begins to permeate throughout the entire film. All right, our good friend Harley Quinn, a.k.a. Jackie Toop. What did you think about the jester? I don't think about the jester. Um, what this happened? Is, this is a poor man's terrifier. Mm. This movie, I feel like it wanted to be terrifier so much by the way the actor, uh, his movements, and him trying right. to patronize. and But it just fell flat. Mm. There were the two solid scenes in this movie. The one was actually cut out between the two uh, snippets we just saw. Yes. And then... <laughs> The other one comes right after when the police are interrogating her. Everything else, I cannot stress how much I do not care about the family drama. Mm. This is not why you watch a movie. And even the kills themselves, I mean, they were fine, but they weren't even, uh, they weren't that harrowing. They weren't that suspenseful. Mm. Um, If anything, a lot of his victims were just stupid. And I'm I'm completely victim-blaming here. Um, the ending was just a mess. It, it, to me, the third act in a horror movie should be where just like, you know, shit is hitting the fan. And instead it turned into a brief episode of like a Maury Povich reunion. Um, (laughs) I waited for this movie. I'm telling you right now, that poster is nightmare fuel. 
I, by the looks of the poster, I was like, am I going to like this? We know how I felt about watching Terrifier movies from that clown, but, but then I watched it and I was like, this is, you know, Bozo is scarier than this guy. I was very, uh, very disappointed. Uh, it was a no go. I gave it a thumbs down. Slow, thumbs slow, down. slow. Wow. Thumbs down. A resounding one for uh, Jackie Toop, a.k.a. Harley Quinn on The Jester. I'm going to disagree with you. Look, you know what? As we saw in that scene, the music worked really well atmospherically with the scenes. I'll agree with you on one point. The ending was like, okay, what happened? Wow. Uh, Lackluster. They could have done a better job with the ending because it kind of like left you uh, like with a big question mark on your you know on your the forehead. It was you know look. But besides that, I thought that the family drama okay. I know you don't care about it, but I I thought that it connected a lot of stuff and it kind of like gave you the idea of how the gesture was created. Was it something a figure of imagination that comes to life? Was it an invisible killer demon that just? goes through time, uh, you know, a trans-dimensional killer, something like that. They can just pop up whenever they want and kill and pop up there and then disappear. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it's, they're trying to cop- copy uh, Terrifier, obviously. Uh, but, you know, it's not on that level. But still, you have to like some things about this film. And that's what I did. I did. I liked some of the kills. They were really entertaining, really uh, effective. The gore was there. Could have been more gore. But maybe they're holding out for the gesture too. For that case, like it, it. I just think that they, the supernatural being angle, works well here. I, that's why I like this. And it was a scary guy, you know, something that you didn't get, for example, in the Pet Cemetery movie Bloodlines, where I didn't think anybody there was scary. This was a scary character, and that's why I think it worked. Uh, tremendous job on the sound and also on the directing and the overall s- color scheme of the movie. I thought that was, that worked as well pretty well too. So I couldn't really uh, find flaws in anything else besides just the ending. I thought the lead actress there, uh, Lelia Symington, was, was tremendous. She did a great job. As well, this did uh, Delaney White, the sister. And also, you know, all the other characters, Michael Sheffield is the father. But yeah, everybody did a, a nice job there. It could have been a lot more grislier than they presented it as. But maybe that's just the tip of the iceberg with this, and they'll have another movie out. So you never know. So I give this a thumbs up for the jester. You give it a thumbs down. But you check it out. Yeah, check it out. You know, it's up to you, people. It's up to you to check it out. All right, the uh, fifth and final film tonight on Splattervision is a sequel. It's 1031 Part 3. It's on VOD. It has eight directors. And this movie is an hour and 15 minutes long. It's not rated, obviously. This one has four horror tales, including The House of the Mummy, Locksmith, Old Old Man Gross, and Hack in the Box. I believe here is uh, the trailer for 1031 Part 3, right here on Splatter Vision. Come on, you can't tell me that wasn't scary. That's a 1031 Part 3, Jackie Toop, a.k.a. Harley Quinn. So this is what I'm going to circle back to something you said because I think uh, I think it was Pet Cemetery Bloodlines where you said like the actors they didn't seem invested yes. um, and it kind of took you out of it and yeah. I I want to know like who threatened the families of these actors to get them to be in this movie because <laughs> there was one uh, vignette particular where the the girl comes up and she's like um he has a woman and he has a hooker in the basement. 
Oh my god, he's killing her. We have to go. And I'm like, <sighs> were you like the coffee girl? What were you the PA assistant? Like, uh, and and they just threw you in here. But there's, it, it really oh took god. me out of it. As a whole, it was okay. They were watchable. Mm. Um, and I know we disagreed about Mary had a little lamb, but I I'm gonna circle back to if you have heart, it can over. It can overshadow maybe not having the budget or the gore. I none of these stories particularly stayed with me, uh, kept my interest. The last one I thought was a complete disaster. For some reason, <laughs> horror movies have a hard time balancing uh, oversharing and running the clock versus right, right, right. not giving us enough information. And it wasn't mm-hmm. funny enough to be only thirteen minutes. Interesting. The first one. It was fine, but I mean, you know, the character, he just seemed angry and bitter. I wasn't invested in anybody. Mm. The second story, The Locksmith, that might have been my favorite. I was like, okay, this is actually creepy because you can, you know, it might actually happen. You're playing on like a real fear here. But like I said, the best, like a lot of horror movies, the best part of the movie was the trailer. And this movie, they had four fake trailers, I found them more interesting than the entire four short stories. So, for me, I never feel the need to watch this again, nor do I need the feet to recommend somebody else to sit through it. I give it a thumbs down. Flat! Thumbs down! From Harley Quinn on 1031 Part 3. You know, I have to wonder, uh, Harley, why have they gotten to this point in the first place? Part 2 was terrible. And you think that, you know, they would just like, you know, call it, you know, let's not do a part three. And here they are trying again. I liked two of them. I despised two of them. That gives me an average of, you know, 500. Like I usually go with these uh, anthology things. I will go based on how many stories I liked out of the out of how many. Here it's it's even, but it fails on the aesthetics and also on the gore. They, I don't know if they were saving money. They could have done a lot better. There's practical effects here, but it's just not good enough. I didn't feel scared. I only felt scared for one, two episodes, two, two of the, the stories. It's yeah. not even scary. Like, yeah. for me, it was like I feel mildly entertained. Mildly. <laughs> mildly, to say the least. Uh, yeah, look, the, you know, I, I just say to myself, why do you need eight directors, right, to film these four things? Eight. No, not two, not four, not six. I can't even count anymore. Eight. I feel like seven of them were probably trying to get the one girl to give some emotion when she said they probably needed seven to try and coach her, and it still didn't work. Oh, boy. It's never a good sign, as usual, folks, when you see a movie with multiple directors. That is usually a sign of failure, and that's what you have here. They shouldn't have done a part three. They should have just cut it off at two. It was a disaster. The first one was okay. But here, yeah, you just hopefully they won't make a fourth one. <laughs> Please don't even try. Let it go. Three is enough for this thing. Uh, yeah, definitely thumbs down. Not enough here for gore. All right. So uh, let's move. Let's do a quick recap of this month's movies on Splatter Vision. First, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Harley Quinn. Um, exceeded expectations. I know that's not saying much. I have a very low bar to begin with, but. <laughs> I did forget to bring up I love the cinematography. I thought the setting with the cornfields, I thought they were beautiful and creepy. Right. I was entertained. I would recommend this. Watch it again. Thumbs up. 
All right, very good. Thumbs up. I gave it a thumbs down. It was just an uninspiring setup. They just took too damn long. And on top of that, the uh, I guess the gore or the villains in this movie weren't really scary enough for me to pay attention too much. And, and David Duchovny, why is he in this film? Why did they drag him out? You know, he's the father of Timmy, who is this one of the killers in the movie, and he just has this makeup set where he's just completely white and blue and dead, and he's doing around killing people. Just not worth it. Pet Cemetery, let it rest in peace. Thumbs down. The uh, next film on Splattervision is Mary Had a Little Lamb, Harley Quinn. Mary Had a Little Lamb, and now she has a big, big fan. I'm for it. Watch it. It was entertaining. Again, yeah. a passion project, a low budget. You, you can make it work with the right storytelling. Uh, Not without its flaws, but definitely with its charms. All right, she likes thumbs it. Up. Thumbs up for Harley Quinn on that one. I give it a thumbs down. It took too long to get to the action again. Lost opportunity. No real narrative to the story. And when you have uh, when you have misguided uh, storytelling here, it just goes off the rails. No need for a radio team to be involved in this thing. Just keep it simple. They failed on that. The killers, it's okay. Did okay. It's just not enough meat on the bones here in this story for it to get, for me to give it a thumbs up. So I give it a thumbs down. The uh, third film tonight on Splatter Vision is Slother House, Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh, talk about an underdog, or in this case, an undersloth. I <laughs> had no expectations going into this movie and ended up really enjoying it. It was a fun 90-minute ride. Watch it with friends. Don't expect too much. Don't take it seriously. It sure didn't take itself seriously. Thumbs up. Very good. I also gave it a thumbs up. Hilariously a ridiculous, fun and cheesy dialogue. The character of the sloth is lovable and scary when he does his things. So definitely, yeah, one to check out. Slother House on Prime Video, Voodoo, and Hulu. All right, and the fourth film tonight on Splattervision, The Jester. Harley Quinn. See that shaking your the head? The Jester. The joke is on you if you watch this movie. It's boring. Watch Terrifier. Watch Bozo the Clown. Watch The Clown on The Simpsons. All of them are going to be much more entertaining. Very slow. No characters that you actually care about. I give it a thumbs down. All right. You give it, I give it a thumbs up. I liked the convincing performance from uh, Lelia Symington and also the director, Colin Krawchuk. Really brought in his A-game with combining the score and the drama of the jester and how he set up all the kills in the movie. Very well done. I thought I liked it. You know, the family story is okay. You needed that. And also some of the characters that you cared about instead of just having the -the run-of-the-mill characters in in a horror film that you really don't give a crap about. So I like that. Give it a thumbs up. The jester. Check it out. It's on uh, Prime Video, iTunes, and Voodoo. And the uh, fifth and final film tonight on Splattervision, 1031 Part 3, Harley Quinn. Yeah, last and definitely least film. It it was just kind of a mess. I appreciate these are all, you know, snippets. They want to show their creativity. Right. Just pay a little bit more for decent actors. Maybe a, a plot line that is selling, convincing, uh, with the exception of one and a couple of fake trailers. No go. Thumbs down. Yes, I agree with you. Definitely thumbs down for 1031 Part 3. Hopefully this is the end of the series. Totally uninspiring at all. The effects were horrible. Just not. It was like half ass. Go full ass 
Do it. Go all the way with the. Maybe they didn't have enough money. Maybe they, this was like a college project of four stories with eight directors. Eight directors. All right. Anyways, uh, I digress. Don't see this movie. Don't waste your time. Ten thirty one part three. Thumbs down from both of us right here on the show. Jackie Tube, where can we catch you on social media? You can catch me here on Instagram, Jackie underscore Tube. You can catch me on my much outdated website. As I speak, I realize that I should probably pay that thing a visit myself. (laughs) Um, So you do it and message me when I need to change, uh, everybody. And uh, you can find me chasing Baker around the next two days, trying to get him to wear his Hocus Pocus costume. Very cool. Yeah, we want to see those pictures online, so try and get a couple of snaps and post them on Instagram or something. I will. Everybody pray and cross your fingers that it's actually going to get here by Monday. Um, (laughs) Nothing like waiting till the last minute and then blaming the universe on your misfortune. (laughs) So we will see. We will see. Uh, speaking of seeing, hopefully we will see you next month for the November edition of Splatter Revision. We will see. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Should be. Should be here. Very cool. All right. Thank you. So on uh, behalf of Jackie Tube, I'm Rob Martin, a.k.a. Batman and Harley Quinn right there. And we'll catch you next month right here on Splatter Vision. Oh.